What is up, you lovely lurkers? I'm Willie, and he's Scott. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about Hogwarts and all, Game of Inches, Sierra Mist, and Don't Get on the Flight. If you like our voices, you can find our faces on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, or buried under two feet of snow here in the Twin Cities. Please send help. Let's lurk. It's an avalanche. (laughs) (laughs) Willie, uh, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this to you, but hopefully I am the one who's saying it with the most love. You, 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 not my parents. You came too early. (laughs) (laughs) You, for the past week, have been in the Bahamas, and now you are coming back to uh, what could be a top five or top three snowstorm of all time in uh, state history. I want to start the show with a story that's guaranteed to warm your hearts. It's about a boy meeting a girl on the lines and them falling in love. And then one day the boy decides to go with the girl to a tropical destination. And he said something to her that is sure to melt. If not your icy heart, your driveway. And I'm going to let Willie take it from here. Oh, uh, well I spent some time on the beach. Yeah. Uh, drank a lot. We, you know, drove in a car on the left side of the road. Oh, I didn't know they had those over there. That's cool. And I, littering. Okay. And <laughs> and this is something. And then. That, uh, <laughs> Listen, here's here, I, here, here's this. the deal, folks. Uh, our actual first story is about Harry Potter. So you've heard a lot about it. Now you're going to hear our take. But before, I just want to bring this up because I'm slightly offended at my cohort over here. The the man that I chose to be the best man in my wedding, my alleged best friend, goes off, does something great, memorable, never tells me about it. Not once did he mention it in a text (laughs) message, in a phone call. I heard it from his significant other. And not even me. My fiance heard it from his significant other. Okay, that's fine. Cool. Two, I, minute, two minutes after. I two minutes think after. In my head, what's the first thing I did? Oh, I called friends and family, uh, but it was mostly family first, and it took a long time, and it was just, you know, it was a whirlwind of emotions and stuff. Sure, fine. But this person that I host this show with for going on three years now, it, it actually might be three <laughs> years uh, in a couple days, uh, decides that when he gets home, He's still going to blatantly disregard everything about it and not text me, not call me, not even like jump on Discord to talk about it. He decides that it's more important to play the most controversial video game of all time than to tell me that he got engaged while he was in the Bahamas. I am really bad at gushy stuff. You know this. You know this about me. I suck at this. It's not even like a gushy thing. It's a big life moment. I mean, you told me about it before. You showed me the ring before you went. I and to this day, I don't know how it happened. 
And so now what I'm doing right now is forcing you to tell me, screw the rest of the <laughs> listeners, sorry. I just want to hear about it for the first time from the horse's okay. ass slash mouth. <laughs> okay, you're right. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, yes, when we were in the Bahamas, unbeknownst to my partner, we got engaged. She knows now. <laughs> that's good. That's important. That's a, super important. important. You didn't just slide it on her finger while she was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a move. No. Okay. So I'm going to try to sum this up fast because like <clears throat> this story could go on for ages. So let me give you the TLDR. There's a motto that we had in the Bahamas, which is nothing is as it seems. We don't ask the first don't tell. day that we're there. <laughs> the, the first day that we're there, we're like, let's go find a really nice place for dinner. And they have a bar. So we're going to get to the bar a little bit before dinner time. We show up and there's a sign on the door that says we're closed for an event. We'll open tomorrow. Oh, we're like, oh, OK. So we went to a different restaurant. Turns out this restaurant was like it looked like a like a wine bar. OK. And nobody wanted to serve us. Nobody wanted to seat us. Like, we had to walk up to the bar. It was just like this chaotic moment with adequate food, nothing great, nothing spectacular. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, first bout in the Bahamas, not going well. That turned out to be the case every single time. I had planned mm -hmm. multiple times throughout the chip, trip. How am I going to do it? Mm -hmm. So her and I, we get in the car. We start driving. We're driving around the the island. So we see the the water. And I'm like, hey, maybe we should pick out a beach. So when we're done with dinner, we can stop at the beach and just watch the stars. Oh, look at me. Yeah. Being romantic. Sounds like a great thing to do in the Bahamas. <laughs> so we get to this restaurant that had stellar reviews. It's like a sushi place. And you think you're on an island. It's sushi. It's going to be great. We're the only ones in the restaurant. <laughs> it took them an hour and a half to serve us our food. Did, is it, do you think it's because they saw you as colonizers and they just uh, didn't want you there? What are they going to do? There's nothing else. <laughs> they could have served us and been on with their life. But but we're driving, and obviously my partner has no idea what my plans are. As we're getting close to like the pull-off, I'm like, oh, remember that little uh, pull-off? We could go to the beach. And she's like, you know, I'm not feeling it. I want to go home. I want to go back. Like, okay. We'll go go back. with the flow. So then the next morning, I'm like – you know what? I'm a morning person. Mm -hmm. Let's go down to like the private beach that we have mm -hmm. and I'll do it there before anybody else woke up in the morning. Not only did I wake up very cranky, <laughs> she woke up and was like, I don't really want to go for a walk today. I'm like, okay, it's not going to happen today. So then that night I was like, now we're going to go do the same thing. We're going to go to that beach, our own private beach. There's like a, like a private gazebo sure. out on the water. Yeah. It had the, its own little pier that goes out awesome. there. It would have been beautiful. So we go at like eight o'clock because it's dark out. The restaurant that's on the beach is busier than we've ever seen it. There's kids running around the beach. They run into the gazebo and they're all just hanging out. And I'm like, well, this, this isn't going to fucking work. So the only other place was a, was a parking lot. There was a parking lot there <laughs> that was private. Private parking lot. Yep. So I did. So that wasn't going to work out. The next day, it's Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I don't care about football. <laughs> Nobody else cares about football. Okay. But we decide we're going to eat in. We're going to go to the grocery store. Nice grocery store. Get food. Come back. We're going to make food. But that day, we're going to go to some of the shopping areas. Okay. And I thought it would just be a nice day out. Well, in order to get into the shopping area, it would have cost us $200 because it was gatekeeped behind the resort 
Atlantis. Go fuck yourself, Atlantis. <laughs> it was like $195 for a day pass. Wow. For the privilege to buy more stuff. Uh, you also get like a water park and private beaches. Oh, okay. It's not okay, worth okay. It. it. So it's like getting into Disney, right? All right, but all right. that's where all the good shops mm-hmm. were. But, but we needed a place to eat. Guess where our opulent place was to eat? Margaritaville. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and then we're like, you know what? Let's get one more drink before we go. Senior Frogs. That was it. Oh. <laughs> Hole in the wall. Like place where college students go and get hammered. And like, we're just frustrated. We're frustrated from the day. Nothing is going the way that we expected. This the is kind trip. of good, though. This is good. Like nothing's going well. I like where this is headed. So, so finally, we get home. The other two couple that are with us, they peace out. They're like, we're going to go to the beach. I can clearly, we're all just not having it, right? So we're sitting by this pool that's like right outside of our condo we rented. And there's not going to be a better time. It's just the two of us. We've got, we've got a couple of hours. I didn't do it at the pool. I was like, let's go inside. We've been watching The Last of Us on the trip kind of like middle of the day to get her caught yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And I went out, we went out onto the like little like deck that we had. And I was like, what would have made this trip better? Obviously, it hasn't been going exactly to plan. And I'm trying to just like feed it to her on a silver platter no. to be like, you could have done this. <laughs> she never says it. Never says it. And finally, I was like, this is the thing that could make it better. I got down on one knee and I asked her and she cried. I cried more. And... Then I then the the uh, couple that was with us came back, they congratulated us, and then we called her parents, and then my parents, and then my siblings, and then her siblings, and meanwhile, right, literally, I I need you to know this, Scott, that the moment after I did that, like within five minutes, she texted your partner. <laughs> yes, she texted, and I figured my partner. I wasn't texting my, anybody. My previous partner never texted me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Well, here well, we thank go. You. That's, this is me and everybody else at home. You did it. You survived. It's an amazing story that you can tell some other people now because you finally popped your cherry, <laughs> telling the whole world. <laughs> uh, mind you, nobody at work really knows. <laughs> They'll know whenever th- today, I guess. Yep. Why don't we hop into our show and talk about the elephant sitting in the video game chair? This has been one of, I don't know, probably the most frustrating moments in time for me as a video game aficionado. Even though he is like an anime lover's obsession with hentai. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know what those words are. Google, Google it. <laughs> so that one's for the video audience <laughs> basically harry potter was amazing and beloved by the entire world except for the initial crowd that decided it was uh witchcraft and wanted to burn all those books <laughs> way back with philosopher's stone and then they announced that we're gonna make this really cool video game several years ago and we were all like, yes, mm-hmm. finally. 
we get to do something besides Lego Harry Potter, besides Connect Harry Potter, <laughs> all of these games that were just okay, but they never really satisfied the true gamer in all of right. us. Some mobile games that built by the same makers of Pokemon Go. Yeah. And then two years ago, well, uh, three years ago, J.K. Rowling decided to get more active on Twitter. <laughs> and things have been going downhill from there. For those who are not in the know, J.K. Rowling started liking and retweeting people who were aligned with the anti-trans movement. And mm -hmm. so suddenly everything that was good and decent about Harry Potter was thrown into turmoil. Willie, you have been playing this game for a few days now. Can you tell us a little bit what it's about? Yeah, I got off the airplane, fell asleep, woke up, started playing this game. And I didn't tell me the story about your engagement. I, yep, we know. If, correct. <laughs> if I could have stayed playing this game, I would. I would be playing this game right now. Now, before we describe the game, I'm going to read something from IGN. They say, as critics, our job is to answer the questions of whether or not we find Hogwarts Legacy to be fun to play and why. Whether it's ethical to play is a separate but still very important question. Just as virtually all cases, we're choosing to expose and address the views of the franchise creator separately from our considerations of the work of hundreds of game developers and evaluate Hogwarts Legacy as it stands, leaving behind-the-scenes context to be considered in addition to that evaluation rather than in place of it. So this can be weighed accordingly with our values. Scott and I do not agree with and will never agree with JK Rowling in this situation. And I, for one, am not going to stand behind that. But that doesn't, for me, take away the fact that this is a game and a universe that has been a part of my life for years decades i have i have a tattoo of sirius black's wand yeah it's just something that on my piece <laughs> no it would be impressive uh especially when you said lumos maximus <laughs> so this is an open world game where the point of it is you jump in as a fifth year student at hogwarts you are emboldened with the ability to wield ancient magic. There is a set of antagonists, a goblin and his henchmen, who are trying to discover this for themselves. Oh. And you are on a journey to combat that and to hone your magical skills. But the thing is about this universe is it is expansive. It is enormous. Uh, one quick note, IGN is one of the premier video game review sites and entertainment review sites. So uh, when we said IGN wrote this review, like they're basically who the internet trusts to review video games. Mm -hmm. One of them, at least. I have not played this game. And so this is where I'm coming from when I ask this question. Did you feel any sort of conflictedness or any sort of awkwardness when you decided to purchase and play the game mm. because J a little jk rowling literally had nothing to do with this game other than the developers using the license and her creations yes 
Uh, she will profit off of it because I'm sure she set herself up to profit off of anything that uses the likeness of the wizarding world. Tell me more about that. There, there was a point where I think I was a little concerned with the the morals of, of getting the game. I need to weigh that option of like, what is the like my significant impact on this game? Is this going to translate to more people finding joy in this universe? And therefore, expanding it into things that I want to see in the future. I'm not willing to give up this franchise just because the author, who in most situations is pretty disconnected from the work nowadays. Yeah. Like, you you almost have to say, like, just because the author of GIF called it GIF doesn't make it right. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. But I definitely allow others the choice to do the same. Or not. That's I think that's very cool of you to do that. Uh, I think that's very level-headed and uh, middle of the road, which is kind of what we try to go for, unless it's something like, mm, I don't know, everyone who's listening to this or potentially watching clips on the internet trying to cancel us right now because you played Harry Potter. <laughs> and there have been plenty of people. What didn't happen is exactly what they wanted, to cancel the game, to make sure nobody bought it, to s remove eyes off of <laughs> the controversy. Mm -hmm. uh, no such thing as bad publicity. It turned out that it is the uh, most downloaded game in Steam's history. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. Or, I could be lying. You, you tell me if I'm wrong. But at least when it launched, like biggest launch in history, something like that, it got number one <laughs> because... Everybody was talking about it, both good and bad. Now, do I think that JK has said some reprehensible things? Yes. I went back and like read all of uh, all of the things that she's gone and said and some reviews on it in several articles. The sad thing is like I think she believes what she's saying, like genuinely believes that there's a threat to women when she's making these comments. And that's why she's aligning herself with people who are anti-trans. And I think that's a part of this tragedy, you know? She's she's actually in the camp that thinks she's doing something good by harming others. Mm -hmm. So it, it made me really hesitant to even approach this game in the first place because, well, number one, I never pre-order games. <laughs> I It could have been a bad game. It could have been Anthem all over again. And uh, we, we know what happened there. It's something where I don't want to be intimidated by a crowd just because it's trendy. And just because it's, it's quote-unquote the right thing to do to not buy this because it would somehow minusculely support her. I think that type of support doesn't give her a bigger voice to harm more people than she already has. She's already... Right. She's going to do what she's going to do, whether she gets paid a million dollars from this game or a hundred million dollars from this game. Here's what I want to say about the game now that I'm uh, about... Probably by the time this episode goes up, I'll be about 30 hours into the game. The thing that's interesting about this game is it incorporates... Everything you might imagine about an open world game. You get to customize your room of requirement, which means you get to decorate it. There's a design game built into it. 
You get to collect loot to make potions or to grow plants. So you need to go collect items throughout the world. Sure. There is a, a Pokemon aspect to it because you get to wield magical creatures from care of magical creatures. So you get to go capture them and sell them and, and fight with them, hmm. which is insane. Wow. There's there's mystery solving. There's dungeons to explore. The fighting in this game. I've seen some clips. so so nuanced and so fun. You feel powerful. It's challenging to learn the game. And there's this sense of like wonder in how to do it. There's so much exploration. You can like, if you come across an enemy and you don't know how to play the game, you can go into a, a little like book and read about that thing that you just sure. thought. And it'll tell you, here's the best way to combat it. But the game doesn't tell you that unless you go take a moment to read it. So now I'm seeing all these clips of like, hey, did you know that this bad guy that's really hard to take down, here's how you do it. And then you watch people do it and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know. That's amazing. There's some lore built into the backstory mm -hmm. that gives you hints on how to play the game. That's super cool. I, my, uh, It sounds like a fun my game. My favorite part though, hands down, favorite part of this game is that the developer's attention to detail is unbelievable. It's what one would expect from taking on a franchise as robust as this. Nothing is left on the cutting room floor. Meaning, if in the book it was written, the room looked like this, it was this color, this is a painting that was on the wall, or they tell a little, little quip, like... Ron might say, like, my mom said this about this one time. It is in this game. That's sweet. That's cool. Uh, but I do have one I, question. I, one question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been talking to Sebastian? Maybe. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. There's, there's spoilers from here on out. For those of that played of the game, Willie has been talking to Sebastian. I haven't. But I haven't done anything with it. I haven't touched it. I don't believe you. Nothing. I don't believe you. <laughs> just because I know, just because I know, doesn't mean Stay I Stay away from Seabass, kids. He does not have your best interests in heart. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I think we need to transition. We, we need to talk uh, about a game of inches. Fra phrasing. <laughs> phrasing, Willie. Tra <laughs> <laughs> Willie, you're a big fan of uh, Blink-182, right? Yeah, the first album I ever bought was uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. <laughs> if you could demonstrate for the One video crowd. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one, of their, uh, one of their most famous songs has a, has a really good, I guess, hook where they're really angry and they're yelling. But at the end of it, there's an acceptance. And... They say, well, I guess this is growing up. And, you know, usually that has a negative connotation. But today's story, we're going to change everybody's life. Or at least roughly half the population. Because, as it turns out, the average erect eggplant length has increased 24%. And scientists have no idea why, according to a study. Now, this is from Vice.com. Don't tell us that genetically modified organisms <laughs> don't cause good things. 
for those of you that will read the article, they think pesticides may be doing... (laughs) You can't spell penis without pesticides, right? I told you I can't read earlier. Plus N, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, were you a part of this study? (laughs) Say what? Were you a part of this study? No, back in 92, they did not measure my penis. (laughs) (laughs) they've been doing the uh the study since 1947 they stopped last year and i (laughs) i mean somebody kept going i guess uh we need more tape there's that one guy who's like nope this is this is all i know man this is it's the only thing i've ever known uh (laughs) the study does kind of say it's a worldwide study Now, there are billions of men on the planet, but I do want to point out one quick little thing, pun intended. The sample size was only 55,000 men, so relatively small in order to get to the conclusion that the average size has gone from 4.8 inches all the way up to 6 inches. So, and there, okay, it is saying erect. It is, it is a hard number. It's a hard knock life. Mm-hmm. This is something that's been peer-reviewed by Stanford Medicine. It's a legit and thing. many significant others. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this make you feel? How does this make you feel? Like uh, as, as a man, mano y mano, right? <laughs> I know we get a little, we, okay. we get a little uh, flack for like only doing middle school humor from your now fiancé included Mm -hmm. but this is this is something that people are taking seriously and i think going forward i want to introduce the subject of sex to be something that is not laughed at necessarily but respected and i think part of that is because we're older adults Mm -hmm. or we're middle-aged now (laughs) right would we be considered middle-aged i i I hope so or not even middle-aged actually with the the latest census data i think we are past middle age (laughs) so there came a point where workers across the world said hey we need to openly discuss our pay cool i more people should have done that do you think we've come to that moment where it's going to be like hey penis danglers it is now time to openly talk about length (laughs) girth Uh uh-uh that that is a that is a a different uh, study (laughs) (laughs) well you know we've heard it for years that size matters or it's not about the length of the boat it's the motion in the ocean all these things they can be a detriment to men and to men's you know mental health we have been inundated with pornography since childhood Mm -hmm. and only more so today for people uh who are younger Back in my day, it was fuzzy elbows. <laughs> Spice Channel. What up? <laughs> uh, it's like Hollywood, right? You you only usually get the people that are pretty. And in that industry, mm-hmm. you usually only get the people that are uh, you know strong like bull. That's the <laughs> best way to describe it for the filters. <laughs> So some people think you have a lot to live up to. You always had to have that one guy in the gym locker room who was just 
far too proud of himself. And I say this knowing that in 2004, when I was, when this moment happened, people would not have thought this was weird today. Not okay. But I remember the captain of my football team going around to his buddies and just like smacking them on the back of the head with his wiener. (laughs) From across the room. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you see the movie baseball just like that <laughs> oh one of the greatest cinema scenes of all time <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah and then of course you got that glowing review when you were in greece you know five stars who can say that man was, what a time what a I ride i found your yelp review that's just let's, let's just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But yeah, and so like, while this obviously was meant to kind of be put out there as like, hey, tongue in cheek, it's also something that I feel like wants to gain traction. Like we need to be talking more about how this isn't something to be ashamed about. This isn't something Mm -hmm. that needs to live in the shadows. Everybody (laughs) who is a human being has a body. And we've studied uh, anatomy for hundreds of years now. And part of our anatomy is our genitalia. I get it that we've been making fun of it for so long or so short. (laughs) 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 So you can't help it. Uh, (laughs) It's the default mechanism. But going forward, let's try to take it a little bit more seriously because it does affect how people grow up it can totally derail people's psyche for years on end and completely unnecessarily i think it's going to be a really hard change though i mean you're asking me to walk a mile and i've only got inches to spare. <laughs> all i'm saying is no matter what you're packing there's a sub for that <laughs> <laughs> all of my partners over the years it has never been an area of concern I grew up with Mr. Big with, Stuff. Uh, Who do you think? You most are? of my friends in high school, you calm down. <laughs> you, you watch yourself. Most of my friends in high school were girls, and I had to listen to them brag about their boyfriends to other girls. Sure. And they would do it by amount of hands and fingers. Oh my gosh. That's intimidating. And I was like, <laughs> I would always go home and I'm like, the fuck are you getting two hands? <laughs> How? (laughs) Are they tiny hands? Are they baby hands? Did you say three? Did she say three? (laughs) Two and a quarter? What? Who's there with you? (laughs) Now, finally taking myself off the market for sure. Finally. I can tell you that it really doesn't matter. It is all about the connection with that other person and what you do with it. That's it. So anybody who is in your formative years and you're hearing this and you think this definitely matters, it doesn't. It it really doesn't. At the end of the day, you you can uh, go through those said formative years and just have fun knowing full well that whatever – what you got is what you got. 
you know, just shoot your shot. Literally just shoot your shot as much as you can. Not worrying about <laughs> not worrying about how you look. Safely. Safely. Safely, of course, of course. And watch, consensually. Watch it. Yes. In your, if you're in the south, uh, maybe, maybe into a sock. <laughs> but when it comes to the actual connection that you have with your partner, like it is it is really, pun intended, the smallest part at the end of the day. Because you're gonna you're gonna need so much more. You're gonna need so much more girth in other areas of your life. And and that's what you need to work on. <laughs> because unfortunately you're gonna find somebody who's really into fisting. Willie, what was your favorite soda growing up? Any soda. Ooh. Okay, uh, Dr. Pepper is my number one. Did you know? Followed very closely by Coke. Okay, did you know Dr. Pepper is... And then Coca-Cola. <laughs> I love <laughs> Just a little water, and uh, you're good to go. <laughs> did you know Dr. Pepper was bought by Keurig? What? <laughs> True story. I saw this the other day, uh, doing a little research into the starry of today's topic. Sierra Mist... Uh, or should I say Sierra will not be missed, is gone. It's dead. You you will uh, have noticed that it's probably not on shelves anymore. It has been replaced as of this past week at the NBA All-Star Game by something called Starry. And Starry. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but why is it called that? Why? Why? Uh, S-T-A-R-R-Y. And according to the several articles, including the USA Today, PepsiCo is asking you to buy this instead of Sprite. And that's just not going to happen. <laughs> if, if you talk about like just dollar share that soda has had in terms of brands, Coca-Cola has a 16.6 share of the entire market, followed by Pepsi at 8.3. 8.3! Oh, it's half. It's exactly half. Um, the the smallest one before Sierra Mist was Diet Dr Pepper, which, as everybody knows, tastes just like regular Dr Pepper. Diet Dr Pepper has a two point two percent market share. Sierra Mist had less than one, like, yep, less than point two point two percent market share out of a hundred. So it makes sense why they killed it off. How much were you drinking, uh, since you're a Coke man, I guess, Sprite? No. Never? <laughs> sure. I mean, of course. I've had everything on this list. Uh, the, the list goes in this order based on USA Today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, DP, Sprite, <laughs> DC, CCZS, that's, that's Coke Zero, Uh Diet Pepsi, Canada Dry, and then DDP. DDP. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had everything on this list except for... I actually haven't tried Diet Dr. Pepper. I've yet. never had Coke Zero Sugar. You haven't had Coke Zero? Uh-uh. Never. That came out, that came out after you were uh, beholden to the... Oh, to the, the caffeine. Yeah. The weather gods. Yeah, you can't have it because of the caffeine. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Dude, if you ever just wanted to go out, if you ever just wanted to like be like, you know what? I'm done. I've served my time. I'm ready. Don't, by the way, this is a rhetorical question. I'm not This is like Scott as an 85, 90-year-old man. Oh. Would you would you just like go to Pound Town on some 
caffeinated beverages? I've thought about just, it. Like rip open. I've definitely thought about what it. What would it be? Um, truth be told, even before I had this condition, my favorite soda was Sprite. Wow. I grew up in a household where my mom drank Diet Coke, my dad drank regular and Diet Pepsi. My dad just drank. And they bought Sprite for the kids. So I was kind of indoctrinated to into it. And, and I liked it. And whatever they've done to turn it into Frankenstein's monster at McDonald's, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, really? It's like super carbonated. It it gives you like an instant that's, headache. That's the one people say they like the most. They say Sprite and Coke from McDonald's is superior to all of these. I know. But I like the aluminum flavor tied mm. in with the Sprite. Just hits different to me, at least. Uh, Dr. Pepper is on my list, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's it's my number one because we always had Coke lying around the house. And we <laughs> but never what did you have to ventured drink? away from <laughs> water. But we never ventured any further away. So we like if I wanted something to drink, it was water or Coke. But when we went to my grandparents, which is for me growing up, I feel so privileged to go to a set of grandparents that lived in a cabin in the woods, not the scary version, but like the nostalgic version. And they had this like old fridge in the garage and you'd open it up to like a wall of all of the caffeinated beverages you never thought existed. And that's where I discovered Dr. Pepper. And that was the only place I ever had it. And I loved it. Dr. Pepper not being one of the two bigs in uh, Coke and PepsiCo felt special. Like anytime you could find it. You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I found this little diamond in the rough here, (laughs) and I'm not supposed to like it because I'm supposed to like the big two. We've been talking about sodas for a while, and you know what we still haven't talked about? Maybe (laughs) 0.2% of this entire conversation. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I read one reviewer basically say it is Sierra Mist rebranded. I think we need to go out and buy a Starry this week, and we can follow up next week. Okay, and we'll give our our uh, we'll give it out of ten review. There is a requirement here. We need to be consistent. It's either bottle or can, and I think you're saying can. I mean that that would probably require us to buy a twelve or I don't know if they make six packs anymore or maybe maybe they have the little mini cans. They do. They're made at the gym. Okay, <laughs> and in the kitchen. Oh, really, it's, it's, it's the, the kitchen, kitchen though. Yeah, it's definitely the kitchen. <laughs> explains a lot so for all you starry-eyed lovers out there why don't you try it as well and let us know by the time this i'll I'll try to make this into a clip on our socials for sure because i want to hear what you guys the audience the listeners and if you can get it in other countries i don't know if it's uh just u.s based right now but to our friends across the pond up north down south oh i think we have a couple listeners in africa now too Ooh, good luck. yeah but uh iceland I want to hear what you think of Starry. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you, hopefully not frozen, next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs>